Yahey, how are you? It's your girl Janaya, and you are now tuning into Awakening Wounds. I am so sorry I didn't drop last week. Life truly liked itself. And it's crazy because today's episode is on self-compassion and it truly came in handy when I felt like beating myself up. Before I get into the episode, I want you to follow me on Instagram at Awakening Wounds and hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on new episodes. Now, check your girl fit out. Now y'all know what to do. Leave a rate and a comment and let's get into today's episode. Disclaimer, this podcast is for educational realization purposes only. This is not a gossip judgmental podcast. We're healing and reflecting on personal development topics. Therefore, if you feel offended, triggered, or upset, please understand that it's not what I said, but how it made you feel. I want you to pay attention to that feeling throughout this episode. Okay, so life was hectic all last week. I had so many things to do. But I was able to push through by being compassionate towards myself and understanding I couldn't get everything done, such as this podcast episode. Before I was compassionate, I was hard on myself. I was telling myself I was a failure, unreliable, and uncommitted. I told myself these things and started to believe them because I didn't meet a deadline one time and that's unrealistic i'm a human i make mistakes i'm gonna make mistakes and i had to step back and tell myself no it's okay for life to life you must be okay with it because it's out of your control just because i didn't progress doesn't mean that i was uncommitted it honestly just meant i needed a break a lot of times we set unrealistic expectations while not factoring in our mental health and it eventually leads to burnout and feeling like a failure. However, if you give yourself grace and compassion to take that break and pick things back up when life is back normal, then you'll feel less stressed when it is time to get back to business. My health is more important than dropping a podcast episode on time. And that right there screams compassion because I knew if I didn't drop the podcast on the exact date I set it for, my inner trust was gonna take a hit. And it did, but honestly, that's just my ego and my negative thoughts talking, trying to make me beat myself up. And to ego, I say, F you, because I still dropped it. It may have been a week later, but I still dropped it. I still stood on my word and I released it. So I'm happy and I'm proud of myself for that. Now let's get into self-compassion. Self-compassion is no different than compassion for others. Yet it is hard to be compassionate towards yourself to be compassionate towards others you must first notice their suffering next you feel so moved by other suffering that your heart responds by speaking enlightenment into their life doing something meaningful for them or feeling empathy lastly you realize that failure and imperfections are part of the human experience self-compassion involves acting the same way but towards yourself instead of beating yourself up and letting life life tell yourself i am having a tough time right now i am unhappy with what is happening then think of how can you comfort and care for yourself in that moment we must stop judging and criticizing ourselves for our shuck for our shortcomings and failures it is life you can't be perfect there is no growth there understanding that and telling yourself kind words when faced with adversity note those shortcomings and try to change them not because they are unacceptable but to grow and get better have compassion for yourself and accept your humanness things will not always go your way 
You will experience frustration, losses, and mistakes in reaching and falling short on your goals. It is okay. This is what makes you human. Being human opens your mind and heart to the reality that you will have shortcomings instead of fighting against them. Compassion is composed of three things. Mindfulness, self-kindness, and common humanity. So first, mindfulness. Mindfulness is a non-judgmental receptive mind state in which one observes thoughts and feelings as they are without trying to suppress or deny them. Mindfulness can help us face the truth of our experience even when it's uncomfortable rather than avoid painful thoughts and emotions. We cannot ignore our pain and feel compassion for it simultaneously. Mindfulness also requires that we not over identify with feelings so much that we are swept by negativity. It is okay to feel sad lonely or angry what is not okay is identifying yourself with those emotions as hopeless or a loner next you have self-kindness self-kindness is choosing to soothe and comfort ourselves when external life circumstances are challenging instead of criticizing ourselves for being inadequate we offer ourselves warm and unconditional acceptance people cannot always be or get what they want when this reality is denied or fought against suffering increases in the form of stress frustration and self-criticism we want everything to be perfect and everything to happen the way that we want it to and when it doesn't we beat ourselves up and tell, and tell ourselves that we're a failure. But if you got it right on the first time, every time you did something, how would you learn? So just be kind to yourself when you're trying new things. And lastly, you have common humanity. Self-compassion honors the unavoidable fact that life entails suffering for everyone without exception. No one is safe. Common humanity helps us remember that pain is part of the shared human experience. However, every moment of suffering can be transformed into a connection with others. Common humanity recognizes that all humans are work in progress, that everyone fails, makes mistakes, and experiences hardships in life. There is no one on this planet that hasn't experienced that. No one. Like, Wait, you're not the only one. Go through this because it's part of your journey. It'll make you a better person. You don't know now, but you'll know later that you needed this experience to make you a better person. Okay, shadow work time. Lightly think about a period in your life where you made a mistake and you regretted your actions. In what ways did that time in life eventually expand you? What have you walked away knowing from that experience that you didn't know beforehand? Acknowledge the way you've positively changed for the better because of that time. Time. Talk about what self-compassion is not. Self-compassion is not self-pity. Going back to my point, individuals who feel self-pity become immersed in their problems and forget that others have similar problems. They ignore the common humanity aspect of compassion. They have selfish feelings and exaggerate the extent of personal suffering. And so self-compassion allows one to see the related experiences of self and others, such as going through a hard time and, and normalizing it and realizing that it's natural for humans to experience experience struggle from time to time it's a reason they say to be grateful there are people out here doing way worse it's for you to show compassion towards yourself and towards others you aren't the only one who has suffered and when you adopt this mindset you'll gain a greater perspective of your situation in life itself self-compassion is asking what is this trying to teach me instead of why did this happen to me? And getting worked up or angry about it. Next is self-compassion is not self-indulgence. 
Let's repeat that. Self-compassion is not self-indulgence. Many people believe if they're too kind on themselves, they'll let themselves get away with anything. When in all honesty, they just really want an excuse to indulge. You tell yourself, oh, I'm stressed out or life is hard, so I'll keep spending recklessly because it calms me. Or to be kind to myself, I'll binge watch a season of whatever show on Netflix. But none of these things are healthy long term. They are temporary satisfactions to ignore the problem. People are often hard on themselves when they know there's something they want to change because they believe that they can shame themselves into getting it done. The self-beating approach. However, this approach often backfires if you can't accept brutal truths because you are so afraid of hating yourself if you do. Research indicates that self-compassionate people are more likely to take personal responsibility for past mistakes than self-critics. Other studies show when people have self-compassion after failing a task, they're more likely to pick themselves up and work towards new goals. Then lastly, self-compassion is not self-esteem. Self-compassion doesn't demand that we evaluate ourselves positively or see ourselves better than others. Instead, the positive emotions of self-compassion kicks in exactly when self-esteem falls, when we don't meet our expectations or fail somehow. It is constantly available to provide us care and support in the times that we need it. Self-compassion is not based on self-evaluations. People feel compassion for themselves because they are human. Everyone deserves it. What are some benefits of self-compassion? The first one is self-soothing. When you learn to be compassionate towards yourself, you are now able to soothe yourself during difficult times. You're able to tell yourself that it is okay, that this is normal, and that you can walk away without beating yourself up. Next, you have higher life satisfaction. When you learn to be compassionate towards yourself, you're more satisfied with life. You understand that the negative things that are happening to your life are just trials and tribulations. Third, you have more fulfilling relationships. When you're compassionate towards yourself, you're able to be compassionate towards others. You start to understand that everyone has ups and downs. And so you're able to comfort people more because you learned how to comfort yourself. And then the fourth one is there are fewer symptoms of anxiety and depression. I feel like depression is really geared towards just having those negative moments in your side of your head that you beat yourself up believing that you are a failure, that you're not good enough and that you're not producing enough of what others are doing. And so you compare and I feel like that leads to a lot of anxiety or if you're not comparing yourself to others, then you're comparing yourself to your old self. But I think when you have that compassion for yourself and tell yourself, you know what, I'm not in that stage that I was in a couple of months ago or I'm not like that person um, that I'm comparing myself to. I am me. And I am understanding that this is my journey and it's my time to go through whatever I'm going through. And it's not a race. And so fifth, there's increased motivation to take risks. Because you are compassionate to your, towards yourself and because you are mindful and understanding that mistakes are going to happen and that shortcomings are going to occur, you are now more able to take risks and believe in yourself more and tell yourself, you know what, if I fail today, that's just a learning lesson. I could possibly win tomorrow. And so the last one is it promotes a growth mindset. A lot of times, again, we want to come into this world and do everything so perfect. And I know all too well because I was a perfectionist, but I had to understand that I have to try. And with trying comes failure. I had to accept 
failure in order to become a better person. Even with this podcast stuff, there's so many things that I don't know with it. It's so many ways that I am still learning how to engage with my audience. But if I don't try and if I don't produce this content and I don't get feedback on these videos that I'm shooting, then how can I become a better person? How can I continue on down this path of producing content for you guys? I have to try. And I have to be compassionate with myself as I'm trying. I have to understand that, okay, that didn't work out this time. Or that episode they wasn't really feeling. Try to switch it up. Take note and take the criticism as it comes. That doesn't mean that you beat yourself up over the criticism. That doesn't mean that you are unworthy or that you are a failure. All it means is that keep trying. Be kind to yourself as you're trying new things. It's unknown. And so many times when we lack compassion towards ourselves we end up staying geared to what's comfortable because we want to stay in the familiar because the unknown is so scary and while it is scary you cannot let fear dictate your life and so I think having that compassion for yourself allows the fear to go away slowly and so what are some things you can do to practice self-compassion so the first thing is comfort your body eat something healthy lie down and rest take a walk next is write a letter to yourself describe a situation that caused you pain whether that was a job loss a heartbreak a financial situation describing the situation without blaming anyone acknowledge your feelings it is okay to feel sad it is okay to admit that you are in a depressive state the more that you ignore those feelings and the more that you try to suppress them and cover them up they come back swinging 10 times harder so just be compassionate as you're showing yourself the true identity and the true emotions of what you're feeling towards whatever situation that you're currently dealing with in life it's okay it's life you won't always be in this position next encourage yourself if some Something wrong or painful happened to you. Think of what you would say to a friend and say it to yourself. A lot of times we can show up for others and comfort them, but we can't comfort ourselves. We beat ourselves up so much, but it's like you was just telling your friend, girl, that's okay. Everybody go through that. But then when you go through it, you over here telling yourself how you a failure and how all you know how to do is make mistakes and how life is never going to get right for you and how you're not good enough. What? Girl, but you was just over here motivating that person. Motivate yourself when you're going through that hill, okay? Like, we ain't in that depressive season. It's okay to feel what you're feeling. Feel it right now. And you know what? If you got to listen to your favorite song to cry it out or to journal it out or to tell yourself, you know what? I feel empty inside. I don't feel like me. That's okay. Say that while you're taking a walk. Say that while you're working out. Say that while you're doing something positive. Because when you're doing something positive and you're feeling those negative emotions, that dopamine that you're getting from those positive activities will soon enough make that negative thought go away. And you're starting to think positive of, of yourself. And you're starting to get that motivation to take yourself out of that negative state and go back into the positive state you once was in. And so the next thing is practice mindfulness. This is the non-judgmental observation of your thoughts, actions, and feelings without trying to suppress or deny them. Accept the bad with the good. Everyone has imperfections. And the moment that you accept your imperfections is the moment that you become imperfect. I'd rather be imperfect than perfect because I understand my flaws. And so no one can come in and try to dictate my life because they know my flaws better than I know my flaws. Be like, "Uh uh-uh, you trying to talk about me. But it's like, I don't I already talked about myself. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay that I'm not the smartest person in the room. I'm understanding that about myself. So when you come in and you try to tell me about myself, it's like, uh, 
It's just an opinion. It doesn't really affect me. And so I practice that mindfulness every time I try to make myself small when I'm in rooms with others that I deem as big. I be having to catch myself like you got that flaw and that's their strength, but they got a flaw too. And maybe they flaw is your strength. So that's how I be compassionate towards myself. And then the last one, piggybacking off the previous one, is challenge your inner critic. Ask yourself, is your beliefs and what you're thinking, are they your own? A lot of times they're not. A lot of times they're not. A lot of times we'll believe something about ourselves because we heard someone else say it about us. But it's like, do you believe that about yourself? Do you believe that you're a selfish person? Do you believe that you're not pretty? Do you believe that you're a know-it-all? If you don't believe those things about yourself, then why believe them? Why even let your inner critic start playing with you like that and have you start thinking negative of yourself? No, think positive. If someone calls you selfish, change that perception and say, I take time to care for self. I love on me so I can love you more. And just change the perception anytime time someone says negative things about you that you don't deem as true about yourself and so this wraps up today's episode thank you guys for tuning into awakening wounds remember improvement starts with i and i hope to see you next week on the episode of self-love we gonna get deep yes we is don't forget to work on the shadow work mentioned earlier in addition if you like this episode please leave a review in the comments and don't forget to follow me on instagram at awakening wounds and hit the subscribe button to stay updated on new episodes with love and transparency janiah